0: Welcome back to another episode of Trample Gaming's podcast, Keybinds. I'm here with Pinch and Triceratops, and we're going to be covering a variety of news topics. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about Steve, because Steve is obviously out. I've had a chance to play him. We're going to talk about uh, Valorant. We're going to talk about Icebox a little bit, our initial thoughts. We're also going to cover a couple different stories that have hit the news this week, Uh, a a couple that also include politics in gaming Uh, watch out for that clickbait and then we're going to talk about uh cyberpunk 2077 and i want to cover one mobile gaming story at the end before we wrap up so let's go ahead i guess we'll just get started all right so let's just jump right in let's talk about the latest updates to valorant let's talk about act three so far let's talk about icebox there's still so much to unpack. I think we did a good job last week of unpacking most of the big changes. Uh, what have your experiences been on Icebox? Like, Let's just roundtable discuss this because I, I've had some interesting experiences for sure.
1: For me, like Icebox is fun if I'm playing Killjoy only, really. <laughs> there's there's a, too many angles, it feels like, because Kill, Killjoy's kit is really like locking down an area, it makes it feel a little bit better. Um, but I've played other characters, other agents on on it, and it is not fun. I, I'm not a fan, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, it's uh, definitely a playground for Omen and Jet, for sure. Um, and I would argue even Raze as well. Um, the peaks that they just get sometimes are just incredible. Um, you know, you'll be lurking in a corner somewhere and all of a sudden someone will be on top of you literally um it's a it's a little intense uh you definitely have to be good with your aim uh which is not me so I need to brush up on that a little bit but yeah I think it's I think it's fun in design it's just a little difficult
0: I'm definitely worried about it coming to competitive right because uh, we've had so much more practice, I would say, on the maps that we've played on so far. This is so new and so different, such a departure, uh, both aesthetically and design-wise, than what they've done before that it feels like we're almost learning a little bit of a new game. I definitely think Omen and Jet are strong. I do think Raze is strong here. Omen certainly has the ability with his you know, repositioning mechanics, teleporting, and also Smoking and Flashes that are just like perfectly suited for this kind of map. I think A site is quite weird. It's the first all-indoor site that we've seen. We really haven't had anything that was not um, open, kind of open world, if, if you will, open sky. And this is very much in enclosed. Now, that said, I think it still feels spacious. I think there's a lot of room to work with there's a lot of height changes, differentials that you can get to if you're uh, you know a character that can, can get to those places. So uh, I don't know, I think the other thing for me is B is arguably the biggest site we've seen so far. Seems very tricky to defend sometimes. I think that I had initially thought this would be a very heavily defender sided map i'm not even sure I'm, I'm really not even sure anymore uh so I, I i don't know um it's gonna be interesting to see kind of how it gets introduced to comp and and how you know how well it's received in in that arena but i i think that it's a really interesting map i love the design i like where their heads were at i think it's cool uh it's just gonna take a lot of getting used to for sure.
1: Yeah, um something that something that Joey actually found out when when we first played on the map that you can basically defend all the front side rotation from spawn. Right. You, know, you don't even have to go anywhere. Just post up with a post up with an op and start picking, which is kind of concerning to me because every other map that we have there's, you know, multiple ro- rotation points, but but on Icebox it's basically three lanes that's it so mm-hmm. you go you, you can cut through mid but you still have to run around um the backside from from mid to b
0: yeah it's a good point i think that when it comes to catching people off guard it, there's a lot of kind of funny nasty things you can do especially if you push out of a site if you know they're going b you know you can pinch behind them pretty quickly i think mid control is extremely important mid control is always important but for a map like this, it feels uh, even more imperative to be able to get information for your team from mid so that you can try, at least try to figure out where people are going to rotate to. Uh, I, I think the spawn walls are weird. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just me uh, on both attack and defense. So mm-hmm. I wonder if there's going to be some retuning. You know, they retuned the spawn walls uh, in split, and it actually made it much better right because on split you could just when before they push the spawn walls back out of heaven on b you could just run across to the little metal box hive right there no problem because you were so much closer to to that midpoint now you have to play a little more defensively and you you really you have to commit to that peak if you're going to peak that from heaven like and and you're really not going to with where the spawn walls are now so i think that it, it kind of comes back to are they going to continue to kind of iterate on this map? I think they will. I think they'll definitely try some different things, bef- maybe even before it gets added to competitive. I- I'm not sure, but I-, I think it's, it's a really cool design. I like what they're going for uh, very kind of different. Uh, I- I'm not sure what the results are going to be, but I think that as far as the community is concerned, I mean, it seems to be fairly well-received, right? I think most people kind of enjoy it.
2: The Valorant leaks Twitter posted uh, since we have a few days with Icebox, or since we have had a few days with Icebox, what do you guys think of the map? (laughs) There's a very interesting omen teleport situation where he basically teleports like outside of the map a little bit. Uh, Very, very interesting. So it's definitely a little bit buggy. A lot of people are just saying they love it because it adds a new skill ceiling, which makes a lot of sense. The, the other complaint is that B site is way too open, which I completely agree with. It's it's literally a whole lane, basically, perpendicular to spawns, right? right? And then you have two lanes, one coming down from the kitchen area, and then one coming from mid. So that's a little hard to to watch, especially if you're low-1 players. Um, so it's just, it's definitely... There's a learning curve, and it's um, I think it's a fun theme. But I know a lot of people have started dodging it now that they've played it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny. That was one big issue that was brought up was, are people dodging in unrated to try and get Icebox? Which, uh, of course, we've experienced. And yes, that is happening. But I think that, yeah, you're right. Now that we've all had kind of a chance to play and and kind of test it out, people are still going to want to grind it because they're going to want to obviously get in there before it gets added to comp but i think that at least it's starting to settle in and there's definitely some some bugs for sure but uh, just in general just in general with this patch alone for sure but riot will i'm sure be fixing these quickly they they try to iterate on these as, as fast as they can especially because they just announced uh the first esports like their actual tournament um and uh which is going to be called first strike so that's pretty exciting news as well uh so we'll just have to kind of wait and and find out see what happens new agent is dropping soon we will be talking about that really once we've had a chance to you know get our hands on or give her uh, give her a playthrough on uh, all the different maps so we'll come back and, and talk about sky at that point but i think the future is bright it's looking really good i've had a lot of fun this week playing i know that there have been some issues with the skipping frame issues hip reg issues all sorts of strange things going on because of this new patch but i've still obviously been enjoying it and and having fun so oh, yeah God, stay man. tuned
1: the skipping issues are so brutal yeah
2: agreed <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah i'm, it I'm definitely i'm definitely excited to see Sky in action. I think that's next week. I'm. I know we said last
2: week. One week from this Tuesday, this past Tuesday.
0: So, any final thoughts? I guess on wrapping up Valorant Act Three so far, Mm. other than looking forward to Sky Pinch, I agree with you. I definitely am looking forward to Sky. Anything else? Everybody's kind of excited about.
2: Mm, I've been playing a lot of different agents now. Now that we've been playing some more unrated, and I really, really enjoy Cipher. Just saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, same. I've been trying Roman. Still,
2: still not an entry, though. <laughs> 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 Never.
0: Nothing wrong with that.
2: Um, I did play Sova on Icebox, and that was super fun. I actually got a couple people with my shock darts. The alt, not so much, just because of like the levels. It was a lot of fun to play Sova on that map for sure. See that?
0: I could definitely see that. Information is so important. Sova brings a... <laughs> really good info kit to the party when it comes to even attack side on there too. If you know, you're trying to catch defenders pushing you or something. So yeah, well, get on it. If you've not uh, played this act yet, it is fun. We've been enjoying it. New map is awesome. Sky is coming out in a week. So lots of fun, new content for Valorant. Don't miss out. And of course, we'll keep you posted on everything that's going on with uh, first strike, which is going to be Riot's esports tournament for Valorant and all the other updates that are coming out. All right, moving on. I want to cover Steve from (laughs) Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I just have to. I have to talk about Steve. I got to watch C play Steve last Friday, which is funny because we had C on the show to talk about Steve before he came out. Now, of course, we knew what his kit was going to look like. Sakurai did his video on uh, what exactly his moveset looked like. He's so hilarious. There's so much absolute insanity around steve his his block building mechanic uh his up smash there are just so many multiple bizarre things with this character it's hilarious if you have not had a chance to play steve go pick up the volume two battle pass for uh, super smash brothers ultimate and just give him a shot it's worth it it's hilarious I I don't think that (laughs) Sarah or have tried Steve out yet, but I would encourage you guys, go for it, because it is uh, just so absurd. I've never seen a character I don't think quite like this, especially with the the block building mechanic and the ability to really just punish people's recoveries. It's just so strange. But uh, the one thing I will say is that you have to constantly be mining constant mining with him in order to have resources to be able to do anything. If you get somebody who c- comes in and tries to rush you down, forget about it. Don't play him. But if you have somebody who wants to camp you out, I don't know. I think it's worth a shot. Just hilarious though. Definitely check Steve out for sure. Have any of you guys mm-hmm. tried
2: Steve yet? No, I'm retired. Okay.
1: I haven't bought the pass. I've seen videos. I've seen a lot of like clips and things on Twitter and it it looks it looks ridiculous. It is fucking ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely absurd.
1: It's, it's so funny. It's so funny to watch some of the stuff that he does, but it's, I guess it makes sense that you have to constantly be mining to get, to, to get his resources, because otherwise, you know, he'd be OP. True.
0: This is true. So next up, we're going to be talking a little bit about politics and gaming. I know this is something that is maybe a little awkward to cover, but there were two stories that popped out earlier this week, one on the 16th, one on the 19th. You can go check them out on TheVerge.com. There are articles up there, but Twitch stars are lining up to stream Among Us with AOC, of course, referring to Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez from New York. And then the official Biden headquarters in Animal Crossing has poll booths, ice cream, and no malarkey. That is the actual title from The Verge. Hilarious that. We're having this moment where politicians are getting involved in gaming in a a semi-unique way that maybe we really haven't seen before. I think it's it's easy to call out politics and gaming in general, right? Like, uh, you know, we we see it all the time, but to actually have politicians involved or their campaigns involved in gaming in some capacity to me is like a, a just sort of a brand new thing. So, so basically, what happened was. We'll start with uh, AOC first. So she put out a tweet that said, anyone want to play Among Us with me on Twitch to get out the vote? I've never played, but it looks like a lot of fun. Now, AOC is well known for being a gamer, for sure. She likes playing League of Legends. Uh, she's been on Twitch before, like she has been on other people's streams before. So this is not really anything that's, that's groundbreaking in and of itself, but the fact that she's saying, hey, I'm going to stream on Twitch And we're going to play Among Us in order to get out the vote. That to me is sort of like a new level of politicians trying to interact in a space that, you know, they haven't traditionally kind of forayed into. Certainly, AOC is uh, of the younger demographic, so it makes sense that she would be interested in trying these things. And she's a gamer herself, right? But to see something like this, where she's saying, "I'm going to I'm going to stream on Twitch. Who wants to stream with me?" And to have people like Pokeman reach out, I I just what is happening here this this just seems so crazy to me
1: it's very interesting for sure like i think it's a a great a great angle that politicians are starting to explore specifically right now during the covid era you know what i mean everybody's inside every or hopefully inside a lot of people who are staying inside are gaming or you know watching tv like there's not a lot of things to do so finding extra extra ways to reach out to certain demographics is a really smart move for for any politician
0: yeah i agree i think especially with the popularity of among us it's something that has kind of crossed over into the mainstream in a way that maybe other games certainly don't on twitch uh, well, first of all it's tearing up the mobile charts number one i mean for apple's play store and for google play it uh, it's tearing up the charts because people are playing on their phones so it's one of those things that again has made that sort of mainstream crossover and it's not to say that you know other people haven't used twitch for political purposes like bernie sanders and andrew yang both have you know used twitch in the past to try and you know get out to the specific demographics of young people but to me yeah this is this is another level that they feel like this is the best way to reach some of those core demographics of people who are stuck inside or, you know, may, may not be PC gamers, but have a bunch of friends who are like, hey, download this game on your phone, play Among Us with us, uh, hop, in a, hop in a Discord call or, you know, a chat or something like that. And so I think that you know, social deduction games are obviously already kind of fun to begin with. Certainly, more fun when it comes to a, uh, you know, you have to deal with this pandemic. You're home. You you need a game that you can play with as many people as you can possibly imagine. There's no skill level, really. I mean, granted, people are better than others, but I think that this is just so it, it's so fascinating to me. I mean, there there are people who are reaching out to her on Twitter. You know, such as like Greg Miller, who was I guess just streaming from Biden's Animal Crossing Island, Dr. Lupo, uh, James Charles, there's a bunch of people who have been saying, yeah, absolutely, let's hop in and we'll get the vote out and do this fun little Twitch stream with with AOC and to me, that is just, again, it's another level. It's, it's just so different. I think we're going to start to see more of this in the future, though. I think it'd be foolish to say that this is the you know early or that this is not going to happen continually because this is going to be one of those things that people are constantly going to be using because there are younger people who uh, have never voted before who are using this, you know, using Twitch for the first time. And maybe they're, they're influenced to get out there and vote because of, you know, watching AOC stream and uh, with their favorite content creators. I, I just I think that's pretty neat. I do.
1: Yeah, it's 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 really cool. I think I think AOC's um really smart to pick a, Among Us as well. I mean, like you said, it is it is like bleeding into the mainstream. I I read an article earlier today uh, that said that Halloween stores can't keep astronaut helmet in stock because of Among Us. People are are buying them up and spraying them their favorite colors and whatnot. You know? Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... And-
2: I need one of these. <laughs> That's my two cents.
1: 100 Hilarious.
2: <laughs>
1: just not orange. Orange is sus. Ooh, always. Is very sus.
2: Um, I'm gonna I'm doing this right now. I'm going to look for one. Sorry.
1: Go for it. That's Do
0: hilarious. It. Why not? Uh so I guess we'll talk a little bit about Biden. I just mentioned that uh I just mentioned that Greg Miller recently was streaming from biden's animal crossing island and yeah the island is out there again stories on the verge you can find it just crazy again the fact that his campaign is using this as a, a camp or as a um get out the vote kind of initiative uh, there's a bunch of different things that you can get apparently there's like yard signs when you when you get to the uh, house you can even like go upstairs uh check out joe's like office it has a picture of him up there I mean, at some level, yes, this is absurd, (laughs) but I think that when a campaign kind of gets together and says, okay, well, this is, this is again, another way for us to reach people that we might not reach with other methods, even though I, you know, they spend incredible amounts on YouTube and Facebook and just Google in general, I guess, but the fact that this is just another way for them to kind of connect with people in their core demographics are, it's just hilarious. I mean, there's a, a field office that has like the, a merch store inside of it. It's got uh, a little train room because, you know, he's known as being a, a train guy. Like I said, there, there's his office. He's got the famously kind of memed young picture of Joe Biden on the wall in his office. It's just hilarious. There, there's like a staffer room for the field office that's got like, you know, laptops and uh, signs on the walls. And again, we're we're seeing where politics and gaming... And certainly even streaming can kind of cross over. This is very much a way to get your message in front of the right people. So, again, if you want to visit the Biden HQ on your switch, uh, you can do that. The code, uh, I guess maybe we can put it in the description, but it's just DA-7286-5710-7478. And you can experience it yourself. Uh, Of course, uh, kind of funny on Twitch, also streamed it, did kind of a walkthrough. So they did a whole tour of the Joe Biden Island. I mean, what are your all's thoughts on the the, the Biden campaign entering uh, Animal Crossing? Is this insane?
2: (laughs) I just want to know how much the intern was paid to set all this up and how long it took them because it's absolutely nutty all the details and everything i've seen people on twitch do like some of these like custom designs of like shirts and stuff and it takes like hours so that's that's pretty impressive in and of itself also i just want to note i think you have to like go to sleep to enter the code i saw that i think on tiktok i I could be wrong but just a side note i think it's pretty cool though the train room looks pretty sweet
0: point you bring up about just the amount of time that his campaign staff had to spend to put this whole thing together so that people could go there and see it in in Animal Crossing. That's pretty wild. I mean, you're right. I can't imagine what kind of time commitment that would look like. Can you imagine sitting in, you know, the Biden-Harris campaign HQ on your switch, you know, working on this island? It just seems surreal to me, again, that this is even an option like this this would have been almost unfathomable even five years ago we never would have seen something like this this is just so bizarre to me but it is cool i do think Mm -hmm. it's interesting and again i don't think this is the last time we're going to see a lot of these sort of campaign activities in a digital gaming space it's going to keep happening
1: yeah, and I mean they they kind of alluded a little bit in September, I believe it was, with their Biden signs in Animal Crossing. So like, of course they're gonna take the next step and you know build a whole island, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think it's I again I think it's a really cool idea. It's a really great concept um, to reach the to reach the certain demographics that you need to. There's there's so many people in the younger generation who may or may not like air enough to to vote like I when I was 18 I voted like the I I made sure that I was able to vote you know what I mean but some people aren't like that I know people who are who've gone to their almost 30s without voting which is crazy to me but there you have it so this is really cool and like I just I I imagine this right they they have A whole team dedicated to the island. The the Biden campaign has a whole team (laughs) dedicated to building this Animal Crossing Island, and all they do for eight to ten hours a day is play Animal Crossing and building this. And honestly, I'd be down for that. (laughs) I'd (laughs) I'd be down to do that to help to help a cause and play video games. I mean, we do that with extra life, so why not?
0: Good point. Well, we were going to keep an eye on this space for sure because, again, this certainly will not be the last time that we see this crossover. And when more politicians start using gaming or Twitch as as these mediums to reach out uh, to people, you know, we'll definitely keep an eye on it because this is so fascinating to see if, you know, I think younger demographics respond well to this kind of, you know, outreach campaign. It's just going to continue to happen. All right, moving on. I want to cover. Two more stories, briefly. Cyberpunk 2077, it is coming out. That is going to be a lot of fun. I cannot wait for it, personally. And apparently Keanu Reeves' motorcycle uh, company, his company is called Arch Motorcycles, their Method 143 model is going to be in the game, which is hilarious. Why wouldn't it be? I guess CD Projekt Red reached out to him. I mean, he's in the game, obviously, and said, Hey! you know, do you want to go ahead and have your motorcycle in this game as well? He said, of course, it sounds like a great idea. There is a video that uh, they have on their YouTube page. You can check it out. It's behind the scenes and it's Arch Motorcycles. And just Keanu talking about the the experience and what the motorcycle looks like kind of uh, in real life and what they're doing in real life and also what they're going to be including in the game. So that's that's really cool. I, I think it does look interesting. I'm obviously very excited about this game. They they can't hype this game any more than it already has been. Obviously, it, it's going to be incredible. It's going to be one of the biggest spectacles upon release. Uh, I'm sure a lot of us are planning on playing it kind of day one. I mean, it's already gone gold from pre-orders alone.
1: That's incredible.
0: Kinda, yeah, yeah. So again, just kind of interesting news. And then finally... I'm just going to cover League of Legends Wild Rifts beta starts soon. This is a game I have been following for like a year now. I'm not going to get into the mobile gaming space, but this is a game I've been very excited about for a long time. Basically, they're porting over, not porting over, but kind of remixing League of Legends for mobile devices which is going to be very, very interesting experience. There's already been a bunch of footage that's been online, and the closed beta has been going on for a long time, uh, like in Southeast Asia. So there's obviously been some footage that's, that's come out. It looks like a lot of fun. It looks like other kind of mobile MOBAs that are in that space. But Riot is really kind of taking a, a real crack at this. And again, it kind of plays into their overall strategy. We've been talking about Valorant a lot because we love playing Valorant. It's a great game. And Riot is just starting to really reach out uh, after their 10 years in kind of the game business, focusing on League. And then now they're reaching out, obviously, with Legends of Terra, TFT, and now League of Legends Wild Rift, which is I'm excited for. So the news the latest on this because the news is kind of few and far between since it was really announced like last year is that wild rift will be going into open beta on october 27th so they announced that it will be first available in indonesia japan malaysia the philippines singapore south korea and thailand on both ios and android now wild rift is supposed to be hitting europe the middle east and russia by december well where does that leave north america Probably sometime in spring of 2021, which is just a shame. I've been following this game for so long, I'd hoped that it would come out in 2020, but it looks like we're going to get an official release in 2021, which is, you know, hey, that's cool. I, I'm glad that they've they've still been working on it, but still a little disappointed it didn't come out in 2020. Either way, I will keep y'all posted. I promise you, because you know this this will be another kind of foray for Riot into mobile gaming. Like obviously they ported over Legends, Runeterra, and TFT to mobile, but this is like a purely mobile game from Riot. This is kind of a totally different experience. Yes, similar to League, but again, just not really what they're used to doing. So should be very interesting when that actually does release. And of course, I will keep posted on it so we're gonna wrap up episode three of keybinds with a, i guess our infamous segment at this point what we're listening to what we're watching and what we're playing and i can tell you what i've been listening to has really been this new bring me the horizon record which obviously has been out for a little while but it is good it is a very good album i'm surprised at how they've kind of continually reinvented themselves if you've not had a chance to check out their video for obey it does feature youngblood check it out on their youtube like i said it's been out for over a month but i just kind of went back to listening to it because i was like okay i you know i've heard some of the songs but i never actually like sat down and listened to it and i thought okay i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna listen to it and it's good go check out the new bring me the horizon pinch what you've been listening to
1: so i've been listening to a lot of uh the new ish album from eskimo Callboy uh xx or 20 yes it's so good like i this band is so ridiculous and so fun and i recently found out they did the song is anyone up in 2012 which was like my jam eight years ago so that's a lot of what i've been listening to and then i obviously you know that i love cover songs a word alive covered incubus's pardon me and it is definitely awesome so go check that out too
0: brilliant absolutely brilliant i do want to say i have loved eskimo Callboy and, and even back to mc thunder which is you know a couple years ago so cool. uh, so good so so good uh, definitely go check out the new album i have actually not had a chance to listen to it so pinch thank you for reminding me because i am going to go check that out as soon as we are done with this as far as what i've been watching this week i'm gonna go with youtube and I'm going to go with something a little maybe different. This is kind of strange, but I fell down a YouTube rabbit hole the other day. This fantastic voice actress or voice actor, I should say, uh, Carolina Ravassa, who you will know as the voice of Sombra and the voice of Ray's, has her own YouTube channel. And she recently, over the past like month and a half or so, has also been streaming on Twitch. And she's had a number of guests on there that are voice actors it has been incredible. I, I just I can't say enough about this YouTube channel. She's got voice actors from both Overwatch, as well as Valorant, and she even has a League of Legends voice actor on there as well. Uh, just so cool. If you've ever wanted to kind of hear you know hear them do some lines and and uh, kind of hear about their story as to how they got into voice acting. It's just absolutely fascinating. I cannot say enough about her channel. go check it out. It's on YouTube. Just search for Hispanglo-Saxon <laughs> because that's her her channel name uh, that's and, and give it. A, yeah, give it a subscribe because it's so good. She's gonna have more voice actors on her channel uh, as well as on Twitch. It, it's just and the conversations she has with these actors are amazing. Spoiler alert. there is one with Steve Bloom who many will know as the the voice of Spike from Cowboy Bebop. Obviously, he's been in a million different games and shows, animes over the years. One of my favorites, arguably one of the most overlooked, The Big O. He's also in that. So there's so many different things that he's been a part of. And he's also Brimstone and Valorant. So if you want to see an interview with uh, just an incredibly professional voice actor who's been doing this for you know 30 years, uh, go check out Steve Bloom's interview um, uh, with uh, the, on the uh YouTube channel. Sorry about that ramble. Pinch what have you been watching?
1: Uh, no, no, you're great. So the past couple weeks, Critical Role uh haven't hasn't played uh their weekly D&D game. So, uh Matthew Mercer, the voice of McCree, is the DM of the Critical Role Dungeons and Dragons game on Twitch. So I watched that last week or this past week. Um but to to try to keep in in the uh vein of spooky because it is still spooky season. Um I started watching this show on Hulu called Hellstrom, uh, which is actually a pretty good show. It's more of like a drama show, but it has like spooky elements to it. So check that out. And then finally, I rewatched Borat this week because uh, on October 23rd, Borat 2, the subsequent movie film is coming out. So I definitely have to watch that one. So
0: I've seen the trailer. I even posted it in Discord.
1: It's so ridiculous. Uh, So funny. I'm, I'm...
0: I'm excited. I'm very excited for that movie. And of course, Amazon had to pick it up. So that's going to be hilarious. Oh
1: yeah, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, as far as what I've been playing, honestly, most of the same old stuff, right? I've been playing a little bit of Smash here, trying to play Steve and playing Valorant. Obviously, a ton of Valorant, as always. Uh, I have been playing a little bit more Overwatch than normal, having actually a little bit of fun with Overwatch again, which has been really really cool. So I have to admit, I'd kind of not really been super enjoying Overwatch for a little bit there. And then I started playing again this week and I was like, okay, this is actually a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it, not for any particular reason, but just having a lot of fun with the game again. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. So Pinch, what are you playing?
1: uh well valorant of course uh (laughs) we've spent a lot of time playing valorant uh over the past (laughs) over the past week or so because you know we're all trying to get get on that map icebox and trying to but also i i kind of got back into escape from tarkov with joey like he and i have been playing uh the dudas monk has come along and played with us as well and it's it's really one of those games that once you it gets its hooks in you it's over like That's that's your game. That's your casual, casual, I'm just going to go do something for 15 minutes or an hour or seven hours game. <laughs> there's just, there's so much to do. I mean, go to the website and read the articles, the multiple articles that I've, I've written about Escape from Valorant, uh, or just talk to Joey it, or me about it. It's so fun. It's-
0: you def- definitely said Escape from Valorant, which... Uh...
1: <laughs> Did I say Escape from Valorant? Yes. So, but
0: it totally is, though, right? Yeah,
1: it is that's that's where that's that's the game that i've been playing guys is escape from valorant
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome
1: yeah tarkov is tarkov is a blast there's there's too much to do that game to to not be bored with it
0: well i can tell you at least some games i I might be interested in playing soon i know pga tour 2k 21 is on sale um obviously love. oh my
1: god i want to. it is on
0: sale it it is on sale bro I don't know how long it's supposed to be on sale, though, but I have heard just incredibly positive things about this game. I have loved all the PGA, like the prior like 2K games that they did in the series. They're all good. I've I've played like 2018, 2019, like the pro whatever. I forget exactly what they're called, but all of them in this series are good. the The Golf Club series, I'm sorry, excuse me. The Golf Club series, so the Golf Club 1, Golf Club 2 and then uh, obviously last year was 2019 like 2k19 and this year is pj tour uh 2k20 or i'm sorry 2k21 so yeah go check it out i've heard awesome awesome things about this game so yeah pinch we're gonna be digital golfers that's what's gonna
1: happen if you buy it if you buy it right now i will also buy it oh lord right now i will i will put it in my cart and we will go golfing
0: Well, the sale ends October 26th, so I'm going to think about it before I add it to my cart. But uh, that, I'll tell you this much, it, it does look pretty appetizing for uh, 25% off. Actually, 30% off the deluxe edition, so go check that out on Steam. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us for another episode of keybinds, the official podcast from trample gaming of course if you have anything you'd like us to cover in gaming news or whatever send it our way let us know uh we may even feature you on a future podcast uh, if you want to record a message of course you can do that on our anchor page links are everywhere obviously if you're listening in ios or you're listening on whatever device you are check us out on trample Dot .gg that is our official website and we will catch you next week for another episode of Keybinds catch you later
1: later